Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. Well, it's been a eventful week, a fulfilling week, a challenging week, and a week that uh, made me think about a lot of different things. And one of those was about the truth. Not in the usual way that I talk to you about the truth of whether there is such a thing as a truth, but just hit in the face with the idea of pursuing the truth and we need to know the truth and we deserve the truth and we deserve the knowledge and the facts and that's always a good thing to know what's going on but not in every case do we need to know everything and every little detail i think sometimes we as a human race are just a little bit sadistic in that we like murder mystery shows, we like horror shows with a lot of gore and and blood in it, and it seems like the news media, if it's gorier or more blood, then people like to listen to it. I don't think anything's changed from the time that newspapers had a saying that if it bleeds, it leads. You know, because a lot of people don't really want to hear the good stuff, and they would rather hear the dramatic, the bad stuff, the evil stuff. I remember when I was a chaplain and we were going out on two teenagers being joyriding and they killed some students at a local university here and we had to go to their wives and deliver that uh, message to them that their husbands weren't coming back home because of these guys that were joyriding. And that was big news on the... um, news stations and in the paper. And yet that same night, there were a lot of good students being honored for their academic achievements and for finishing this leadership course. And yet that really wasn't covered. It was covered, buried back in the paper where people hardly ever go. Because let's face it, most of us start with one, two, or three. Or if you're old, you start with the obituaries just to make sure you're not in them. But We don't really go past the headlines. And I think that's why people do the things they do is because in the media, because they only want the headlines. Well, having been a chaplain for a long time and having delivered bad news to different people or be there when the event occurs and the idea of being a hospice chaplain, but especially with law enforcement, there are some things about your loved ones that you don't need to know. All it would do is cause you pain. All it would do is cause you to remember things about them that you probably wouldn't want to remember. You would not want that picture in your head. But yet, in our news today and all, we try to give every detail. And if we don't, somebody thinks you're hiding something or covering up something. And really, that's not what's happening. For my faith, there's a scripture that says, speak the truth in love. Now, if I know something that's going to scar you psychologically, emotionally, and mentally, perhaps for the rest of your life, and it really isn't going to bring anything new to you to help you find closure in a situation, why would I speak that to you? Why would I give that information to you when it is not going to change the situation but it's going to alter your picture of your loved one forever. And that'll be stuck in your brain. I think that's more harmful sometimes than 
knowing the absolute truth. I remember one scene I was on, and this was a drowning scene, and I got overruled by the upper management to allow the father to go see the son. And after he finished, I went with him. He wished he had never looked at his son until the funeral. I had another friend that I told not to read the autopsy report, and they read only the first paragraph, but then agreed that they wished they had listened to me and not read it. There are just some things that don't need to be spoken or put out there, whether it's in relation to a crime or it's in relation to your marital relationship or your boyfriend, girlfriend, or employee, employer. There are some truth that doesn't need to be known because another verse that I try to live by is to speak in a way that is uplifting to those that hear it. Now, most of the times people think about, well, don't use cuss words and and don't use profanities, but really, sometimes when we speak to people, we don't speak to them in a way that builds them up. We tear them down by what we say. I just recently was in a place with someone, and this person had had a stroke, and a person asked, well, was that because you flew? Well, why do you ask something like that? Maybe it was because they flew, but would you have heaven not flown? Would you have had them not do whatever it was that they were doing that made them fly? Maybe it was a good trip. Maybe it was to see old friends. Maybe it was for any myriad of things, but that could be an accusatory thing. Well, if you hadn't have done this, this wouldn't have happened. So that are, that's kind of the example I want to give. There are some things we just absolutely don't need to say. We don't need to put it out there. Again, through my week and an incident that happened and the news media reporting on it, I watched one interview. It wasn't an interview. The person that was supposedly doing the interview put out all this information and say, now don't you think? Well, what do you think those people are going to think after you put all of this out? They were leading them, directing them. That's why when there's child crimes today, we've got trained people because depending on the question you ask, you can get an answer out of a child that may not be a true answer to what's really going on. And so now they have forensic people that can ask the right questions in the right way without leading them, without pushing them in a certain direction. And so just think about that this week, that sometimes you should just keep your mouth shut. You may know something, but that something you know may cause a permanent damage in someone else's life if they knew it. Now, if somebody's going to be hurt, if somebody's going to need to know something to make a wise decision and a good decision, that's different. But just giving out facts because people need to know the facts, that's another thing. Because not everybody needs to know the facts. Look at it. The news media and they spread all of this out and it grows across the country. And now everybody knows the facts. And not everybody needs to know because not everybody's related to the situation. But yet that's where we've come to. And we like to sensationalize everything because, again, if it bleeds, it leads. If it's more sensational or if we get it first, forget whether we got the facts right. If we get it first, they used to call this, we scooped everybody. I don't know what the term would be today for that. But we need to learn 
that not everybody needs to know everything. Unless you're sitting in a court of law and you're sworn on a Bible, you're going to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. In real life sometimes, not because you want to hide something, not because you're being evil or bad, but because you want to protect someone else, you don't have to tell the whole truth. Nobody is going to suffer from not knowing some details sometimes. Also, speaking what builds them up. We need to remember that. We need to be loving and kind in our speech and what we say to someone else that we might build them up. And it's for the benefit of those that hear it. And so you have to ask yourself, whether it's a news story or a private conversation, are the words that are coming out something that will lift people up in a positive and a good and a gracious way? Or is it simply going to stir up vitriol and hatred and accusation and innuendo? We don't want to communicate in that way. Speak the truth in love, which sometimes means not speaking. Blessing, protection, and favor until we meet again.